Hi, this is Raina G. We're going to try to reconnect some dots. I've often done podcasts in the, in the past where we, we connect the dots. We have to reconnect them. People are forgetting. They're forgetting how all of this chaos, all of this evil started unfolding so long ago. And what the connections are, how the inner connections, what they're doing to us as a society, as a people, as human beings. Go all the way back. Go back to... to George H.W. Bush being head of the CIA. What happened while he was head of the CIA? JFK was assassinated. Why? They needed an escalation for the war, and he was also going to dismantle the CIA and the FBI. They had to get rid of him. So Johnson comes in, escalates the war, gets his Welfare Act going, thinks that he's going to show everybody that the Democrats are pro-black with the Civil Rights Act, no Democrats voted for that. Only Republicans did. And we move on. Okay, they get Nixon into office. We have to make sure that he gets pressured, actually pressured into bombing Hanoi. Now we have Republicans bombing, and they're, they're terrible because of this war. They didn't get us into the war. The Democrats did. Now move on past him. I'm going kind of quickly because those aren't the real dots I want connected. I wanted you to get up to the Clintons. Bill Clinton and Hillary, remember their campaign song, Don't Stop Thinking About Tomorrow? That's progressivism. They were telling everybody right there, we are going to be progressives. We have a past. We have a lot of baggage. Hillary already had 17 people at that time who had committed suicide or died under unusual circumstances. And now she's up to like 97 or 98, something like that. They've been bad and corrupt from the beginning. They've lied to everyone from the beginning. Okay, let's move on past that. Let's go into almost, almost today. Let's go back to the Obama election. The Obama election that was uh, orchestrated by George Soros, who in his book, Open Society, says the only thing holding back the New World Order is the United States of America. And he made it his life long goal to destroy America and stop that from destroying the, N, the New World Order, the NWO. <clears throat> okay, so he thinks <clears throat> he's backing Hillary. She's going to be the first woman president, and Hillary knows that that's going to happen after all. Even though Bill had let her down by doing his thing with Monica Lewinsky in the Oval Office and being impeached, she moves to New York so she can become a New York senator three months after she moves there. Another reason that um, another Kennedy suddenly was out of the picture, by the way. JFK Jr. was going to run against her or beat her for sure. And then he, he's dead. Or, they, or people say he is. I'm not so sure. I'm sure that he got himself killed in a way that um, he could still live without the Clintons and, and the uh, mafia coming after him. But anyway, that's a whole side story that's in my book that I wrote called Q the Awakening is the story of JFK Jr. and Donald J. Trump. And you should get that. It's on Amazon. But Hillary becomes New York State Senator so that she can start driving legislation and policy from New York. New York has always been a progressive state, um, and it's, it's way past that now. But anyway, that's so that she can eventually then run for president. <clears throat> so when she finally does go to run for president, well, wait, let's back up. So she, she does that. And she's running for president or the primaries against Barack Obama. And she was supported by George Soros, who then decides that 
guess what? The women's vote isn't as strong as the black vote. So he needs to tell Hillary to step back so that Obama can become president, get the black vote and the women's vote because he's so charismatic, and that she'll be promised everything that she wants afterwards. So she goes into the shadows, kind of cries a lot during the primaries, loses the primaries, and Obama uh, wins the primaries and becomes president. Why? Because they played the race card and played against everybody's little white guilt so that he could be elected president. And people, I know people who said, oh, he's so refreshing, a black man, what a great idea. And it's their own racism that actually drove them to believe that his agenda was refreshing because they didn't hear it. They didn't listen to it. They didn't understand what he was saying. He was telling them, we're going to level the playing field. That doesn't mean all of us here make the same amount of money. It means we're the same as a third world country. That's the playing field. He told everyone he was going to raise taxes. Oh, nobody believed it. Not them. It wouldn't happen to me, right? Not my taxes. But then that's what happened. And on and on and on. And when <laughs> he, he, during the inauguration, when he suddenly used his middle name, Barack Hussein Obama, he was telling everybody in the Muslim world that the Muslim world was now going to be his priority. And it's exactly what happened. He goes over to Saudi Arabia and bows. He goes on uh, national, international television and tells everyone that he's one of them. And if the winds of, of, of politics or whatever ever changed so that it was negative against Muslims, that he would side with the Muslims. And he did. He infiltrated all of our government with Hamas and Hezbollah people. These are terrorists, not just Muslims. Not all Muslims are bad. But he infiltrated all of our agencies with Muslims who are anti-American. Why would you have all those people in your government? Well, because you don't want that government to, to uh, survive. So he did all that. He locked them into to positions that no one after him could fire them from because of how everything is written in, in D.C. Once you become a civil servant or you become an appointed um, uh, an appointee of whoever, you don't, you don't get to lose your job very easily. In other words, you can't just be automatically fired. So there's all these people in all these different positions under Obama. And then you have, you know, the promises to Hillary. So she becomes Secretary of State. What happens soon after she becomes Secretary of State? The downfall of Egypt. Why? Well, Egypt is the corridor to where? What's going on right now? To Israel. Okay, so we had, to, we had to have the Egyptian Spring, which was actually orchestrated on the ground by uh, Wayne Rathke, who used to run ACORN, which was the, um, I don't know what you even call it, an organization for people who, it's just an organization that was, oh, I don't even know how to say it. I mean, their letters stood for the Association for Community Reform Now or something like that. Um, founded, one of the founders of Wade Rathke, they got shut down, but they just didn't really get shut down. Congress had been funding them with our tax dollars for a long time. And guess who loved ACORN? Obama. And when they got shut down, they say they shut down all their affiliates because of revenue problems. They changed their name, is all they did. Like Democrats do, just change the names and get the money from Congress again. And that happened for years and years. Uh, 2010, I think, is when they wanted to shut down, and, and they didn't. But anyway, so that was Obama's people over in Egypt. 
who started all of that. Um, the Egyptian Spring, that's what it was called. Look it up because you probably have forgotten or didn't get taught it or whatever. And we move on from there. Now we're going into Syria and the uh, uh, Al-Qaeda. And who was a supporter of Al-Qaeda? Who's in all the pictures with all the Al-Qaeda leaders? John McCain. Oh, okay. The hero? You mean the one who was pardoned for his treason uh, by Nixon? Yeah, that's that hero, John McCain. Okay, so he was in all those pictures, and he's going to run against Obama. <laughs> Give me a break. You don't think this is, this is uh, just set up like crazy? All right, so Obama's president, Hillary's the secretary of state. We've got Hezbollah and Hamas running all over the place, and we've got Al-Qaeda. Um, Al-Qaeda needs arms, so we're going to run arms through Syria. We're going to do that through Libya. But Libya had been kind of cooperative, even though Gaddafi used to be, I mean, he was a tyrant, he was a dictator, but he was kind of afraid of what might happen to him and his country if he if he balked too much or he didn't cooperate enough. So he was cooperative in dealing with terrorists from his soil. So what do we do? We take him out. Why do we want to take him out? Because we need Libya and Syria. Otherwise, we don't keep supporting Iran enough to go after Israel. This anti-Israel stuff has been happening all the way through every Democratic campaign and Democratic administration forever. Now connect, connect some more dots. Hillary is Secretary of State. Her, the Clinton Foundation is making money head over, hand over heels or hand over whatever um, because they're granting favors. They're selling uranium to to uh, Russia. They have all kinds of human trafficking and child trafficking things going on. So the foundation's making lots of money. She's happy. She doesn't care what she's doing as Secretary of State. She's doing what she's doing for Hillary Clinton and Bill Clinton. And Bill Clinton, of course, Epstein Island, very, very frequent flyer over to Epstein Island. And we know about him. Um, we know that they wanted to protect the pedophile network, that they're part of it. They make millions and billions of dollars through that networking and human trafficking. And guess what? Obama's mother used to do the same thing. Obama's mother was in Pakistan selling and taking care of false IDs and Social Security numbers in the United States so that they could use illegals to do whatever they wanted in the United States and elsewhere. His family, his mother has been a part of that forever. People never looked into it. The, the press, you know, the so-called media, our fifth pillar, never looked into it. He was a black man. we got to get a black man in there. got to get a black He's not even a whole black man, okay? And I don't believe he was born here. He should not have been in politics here at all. But have another story. I just want you to keep reconnecting these dots because we get up to this virus based on all of that, this China virus, okay? So China, during all this time, is accumulating uh, wealth from all of our online organizations like Amazon and Walmart selling online and um, Facebook, etc., because they do Facebook ads that all go to China. All that money, all that stuff you're doing on Amazon and, and buying, clicking ads on Facebook, you're making the Chinese Communist Party richer. But that's small potatoes compared to the China's very, very subtle and patient way to take over United States and make it a communist nation. They've done it with um, land purchases. They own thousands of acres, tens of hundreds of thousands of acres. They've infiltrated and caused our schools to change their agendas. They've done everything they can 
um, to change our religion. They've burned churches everywhere around the world, by the way, if you happen to be a Christian. So they're falling right into what? Right into the same thing that Iran was. Now, remember who Obama's major advisor was, the one he would never do anything without listening to her, Valerie Jarrett. Who's Valerie Jarrett? An Iranian communist <laughs> who he met supposedly in Chicago and tells him everything, everything. Do this, do this, do this, and no, don't do that, don't do that. And she's been kind of silent, hasn't she? Nobody's gone into checking her at all. She lives with him in his mansion that's six blocks away from the White House, this shadow government that he maintained after he left office and, and Trump won. Now, Trump winning, that, here's, here's the thing. The Democratic National Convention, um, you saw Hillary get the nomination and just hug Obama like crazy because finally she was going to be the president of the United States. So she goes out campaigning. This is going to sound a little bit like Joe Biden. He stayed in his basement. She took commercial airlines with her little, you know, tag along rollaway and, and did a few questions, but not really, and sat down at um, diners with students, six students, and that was her press conference kind of thing of getting in touch with the, with the real world and society and knowing that she was going to be president. She, look at some of the old films of this. There's six people. They ask these little questions like, well, what will you do about my student loan? Well, what about unemployment? And she, you know, just skirts all the issues and, and then smiles because she already knew that they, she was set up to be president. And, and, she knew there was enough fraud in place. She knew Donna Brazil was going to help her, who was no longer showing up at Fox much. Um, she knew that the machines were out there. They figured if they got four or five million votes more than than Trump, that they had, they were in like Flynn. They probably thought they were going to get twenty million more votes, because who would who would want Donald Trump, a businessman? Who would want him? So they smeared him like crazy to make sure that the women didn't want him because they needed the women's vote to go to Hillary. They smeared him. You, I've already talked about that in the past, about, you know, oh, he's a terrible man because he did this terrible stuff to women. He said something about women that is true, and he's done more for women in business and when he was in government than any other person I know. And that's black women and white women. He even had black girlfriends. It's them. He was... He was lauded by the NAACP and all the Reverend Sharpton and all these people as being the least racist businessman they knew until he ran for president. Why were they afraid of him? Because he would know then what the Clinton Foundation did, what the Obama administration did, and actually now what the Fauci people did. Fauci and Gates. Okay, Obama goes over to the Wuhan laboratory because they want to see what's going on with this manufactured virus, right? Fauci gives money to it. Gates gives money to it. They already have patents on the vaccines. When? Back in 2017, 2016. Fauci makes a statement in 2017 that, that uh, or 2016 maybe, I don't know, one of those two years, that Trump is going to be surprised by a virus while he's in office because they know they have the virus, and they know that they're pissed off that he won and Hillary didn't. And the one that's most angry is Hillary. Hillary says, I was guaranteed this place. I was supposed to win. 
why didn't I? And why didn't you guys fix it? it? You have to fix this. You have to get him out of office. So everybody calls him illegitimate. They go after him like crazy. They try to impeach him. They investigate him. He's the most investigated person probably on earth. Then they never found anything. They just investigated to try to smear his, his presidency, which is all anti-us anti-we the people because the more they did that the more he couldn't get done he had no congress he had the pelosi mafia now pelosi's another story pelosi's right hand man was a soros person that's her attorney she was told to make congress democrat regardless of what it took she was upset and and then hillary was upset with her that she that pelosi didn't do enough to help hillary win so she goes into action to make sure that trump is defeated now they all work together so you've got pelosi the Pelosi Mafia, you've got Obama and his Acorn Knights who are different now named under something else, his little Obama army. You've got the press that Obama and and uh, uh, Valerie Jarrett and others in the Democratic Party own. They're married to each other, for heaven's sake. So they own the press. They've got the education of the youngsters who were singing about Obama in 2009 like chanting that he was the one, he was the one. So that's eight years he's in office. And now you've got another election going on. So they were eight, 12 years old, 13 years old, and they're voting. But it's time for Trump to run. Okay, so <clears throat> Trump is, is doing whatever he can to defeat all of the impeachments, which he did. He's, he, there was no Russian collusion with him, but with the Democrats with Putin buying uranium from, from uh, Hillary and all the things that you can see coming out now. Um, we have uh, Trump's shutting down a lot of pedophile networks and are getting people arrested for the pedophilia and the human trafficking. You have Trump rallies that are drawing tens of thousands of people, which is scaring the hell out of the Democrats, and they're all amassing t with each other saying, we have to beat him, we have to do something, we have to do something. And so where does Nancy Pelosi go? She visits, visits China. Where does she go in China? Wuhan, among other places. And then she comes back during the impeachment final days because she knows that Congress is not going to let him be impeached or get him out of office. So she's doing her talking. Obama has been riding all over the place, all over the world, talking to his people who are the head of Germany and Canada and Italy and Russia and Iran. He's gone all over the world to make sure that they can do what they're going to do. And the last place he goes is China. Okay, so what they're saying, just think about it. If you're in a board meeting with these people, you know what? Looks like Trump might, might have some momentum and he's got a lot of people out there, these crazy Trump supporters. We have to make sure that he doesn't win again. We have to make sure. We have to get somebody in there that's going to beat him and we have to use every means to beat him. Okay, so Soros and his son, they own half the machines to begin with. They're going to make sure that Dominion and others are on board to, that they can and the software is in place so they can flip the votes if they need to. And they did. They're going to make sure that that uh, Trump voters get scared about a virus so that <laughs> they don't go out and vote. But to, you know, to back that up, let's make sure that we have everything in place with the United States Postal Service so that when we scare everybody with this virus, we tell them the best way to vote is mail-in votes. So the mail-in ballots are now going to be taken care of so when they arrive, they can get thrown away if they're for Trump 
or folded over or done whatever or hidden in back closets or whatever, because we have to make sure we have at least 8 million, maybe more, votes to get Biden elected. And then, of course, we have the mainstream media doing its thing and telling everybody how bad Trump is and blah, 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 and promoting socialism. So you do have some people who voted for Biden. I'd say out of uh, 233 million people in America, probably about 10,000 voted for Biden, maybe 20. If they got to a million, that's something. Everybody who used to go to his rallies, I think there'd be 6, 10, 12 people um, where you'd have 17-mile-long parades for Trump in Maricopa County and three people showed up for Biden, but he beat he beat Trump in Maricopa County? No, no way. So we have this virus that scares everybody. We have Fauci involved with it and Bill Gates involved with it. We have Obama involved with it. We have Pelosi involved with it. Now, you know, if they are, and the Pelosi's mafia is, that there's a whole bunch of Democrats that are involved with this. They don't want anybody to find out. So they're going to go burn the ballot in Maricopa County, which they did. They burned a lot of them at a farm. They're doing this now in other states. They're trying to hide all the evidence, get rid of the paper trails, although it's against the law. They're still going to go up, but they figure, well, I can do a one- or two-year sentence in jail, but if they found out what I really did, I'd get hung. And, <clears throat> and people are so afraid, they've been so indoctrinated with fear of this virus, that they're out there getting jabbed. Now, you know what happens? If you had COVID, you might not even know you had it. If you had it and you get the vaccination, you now no longer have antibodies for anything. So you're going to die from something and probably sooner than you thought because it destroys the antibodies. We don't know what else is in it. We know that all the other vaccines that were ever given to our children and to us were filled with all kinds of things that aren't potassium chloride, etc., cetera, um, that, that are not good for us or our kids. So they put those in vaccinations. If you look at the any of the vaccinations out there, Pfizer, Johnson & Johnson, Moderna, whoever, look at the ingredients on the packages. You'll see that they are going to modify the DNA and they act as an ad, ad, adjuvant to cause problems within your cellular base. And that cellular base can you know, react immediately with heart problems, which are happening with 20-year-olds right now. Or they can act three months later or six months or nine months or two years and what are they talking about? Booster shots. You're going to need booster shots. That's why a lot of people are getting vaccinated and still wearing the mask. They don't know if they're protected or not. And yet they get mad at people who won't wear the mask. And say, if you've got a vaccination and you're wearing a mask, why are you mad at me if I don't? What's, you know, what's, <laughs> how at risk are you? They can't explain it. And because there's no natural or real science behind it. So, when you think about this virus and who started all of this, Fauci's now saying, oh, maybe it, maybe it was man-made and we should check that out, covering his butt. I don't know, you know how much he knows they know, but he's covering his butt. Um, <laughs> you're going to see a lot more of this happening. And as things start to unravel some more and the dominoes start to fall, hopefully the light is going to come out of the darkness. A lot of darkness out here where people are suicidal, they're depressed, they're doing all these things. Reconnect the dots. Look at the timeline. Look at the history. See who's been involved with all this and why. They want the power and they want the money. And that money can come from, from wars, from human trafficking, from child sex trafficking, and from drugs. Those are the main four things that they make their money on. So we have immigration. No, we don't. 
We have open borders. That's a George Soros open society thing. Let everybody come in. Don't check them. Don't care what their backgrounds are, who they're going to kill, what communities they get sent to. So we've got that. And the drug cartels are so happy. The drug lords are making all kinds of money. There's a guy who said came from uh, Venezuela or Guatemala or someplace, and he came here because of poverty. How, well, how did you get here? I paid the drug lords $10,000. Well, where'd you get the $10,000 if you're coming from poverty? <clears throat> who gave them? The $10,000. Anybody ever ask those questions? Where do you get the $10,000? He's, he's an impoverished person coming here as a refugee from Guatemala. It cost him $10,000 to pay the drug lords or the coyotes to get him here. And, and nobody says, where'd you get the $10,000? So, so we have drugs back in America. We have uh, immigration numbers that are horrific. We have kids in cages. Um, we have deaths from drugs all over the place. That's our immigration policy. Nobody's watching the northern border. They should be. We have um, unemployment is just going on and on because if you're going to get an unemployment check, why would you work? So we have a lot of businesses that are struggling and, and shutting down because people don't want to work. When the money runs out, you're not going to find a job. There won't be anywhere to work. We have prices going up on everything, on all consumer goods. The GDP is not going to be anywhere near where it was for for Trump. The... the uh, Communities that are going to suffer the most from all of this are black communities, Asian communities, and Latin American communities. And then they're, they're going to say it's all because of the white man. That's what they'll blame it on. And then we'll have war because war makes the Rothschilds and the Rockefellers and more a lot of money. And they love war. And, and uh, they'll say, well, we have a lot of jobs if we have war because people have to make, you know, ships and planes and, and rockets and all that kind of stuff. You know, you go to war with China and Russia, and we're going to have a lot more people doing a lot of other things. So uh, we didn't have a war for four years. We didn't have even many conflicts. We had troops coming home. We didn't have mass shootings. We didn't have any of that stuff going on as of January 6th uh, of 2021. That's all we have. That's all we have anymore. Every day, mass shootings, more drugs, more suicides, more everything. And you all voted for this man, you think. But you really didn't, did you? But even though you know you didn't, what are you doing to stop this and to get the truth out? Get this man out of office. Kamala Harris, by the way, is the immigration czar. She was appointed six weeks ago. She hasn't been to the border yet. Nope. Won't go near that chaos at the border. But she did meet, oh, who did she meet? The prime minister of, this, of Japan. And after she shook his hand, she wiped her hand on her, on her slacks, her pants, whatever you want to call them as if to wipe off the handshake. These are great people in office. I'm ashamed of them. But if you're out there in another country and you're listening to this, keep the dots connected and know that there are solid Americans here. There are millions of Americans here who are going to make sure we don't lose this country. And when we make sure, please support us. Make sure that you're on our side. Go to earthwalk-usa.net. This is Raina G. You can find me anywhere. Um, buy my books. Buy the book... Uh, um, America, it was just an idea by me. Make sure you do America, comma, it was just an idea on Amazon because Amazon loves to hide my stuff. See, they shadow ban me as bad as all the social networks do. And read about how I got to where I was. And that was only up to the Trump era. And you'll learn some things on how you put things together. How you can see one thing and say, Mom, I'm questioning that because I'm an American. I can question that. I should question that. I was 13 when JFK was killed, and I, I waited for the Warren Report. I read it about 10 times, and I told my father at the time, and my, my grandfather, 
I said, I don't believe this. This isn't true. And of course, they thought I was, you know, it's a conspiracy theory and I was crazy. I had to be. I had, I, you know, there's something wrong with me if I don't believe the Warren report. Well, it's time to start learning. Get educated, please, and share this podcast. Until next time, this is Raina G. God bless America.